Welcome to the first episode of the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Hello. Howdy. It's How's good. It going? It's, it's going okay. It's a beautiful Ohio day, raining outside and a high chance of snow and ice. So typical Ohio winter, I guess, yep. which mm. is which is great. Um, it's not great. That's why it's Ohio <laughs> weather. Yeah. Um, we've been talking about this for some time now. Um, we both obviously work at the refuge. We get to serve here, um, and it's an honor. And, um, we've had something called transformation radio now for several years as a means to communicate what's going on at the refuge ministry, but also to try to try to create unity amongst the men in the refuge and share stories and testimonies in different ways that men's lives are changing um, to be healthier and for guys to be able to share what they're learning and how God's moving in their lives. And um, recently, we we thought it would be a good idea to be super intentional, which is one of our values at The Refuge, about, about the podcast, about uh, transformational radio. Now, obviously, we're calling it relational, the Relational Recovery Podcast, but um, and that's what we're going to talk about today is this idea of recovery, um, really focusing in on the relational aspect of it and how the refuge approaches recovery. But I first wanted to talk a little bit about why we're even doing this, um, where we noticed an opportunity, you know, since we're so spread out at the refuge, we've got, we've got guys that are, you know, 24 seven. Obviously, all of our guys are 24-7 residential. We've got men in Lancaster. We've got men in Columbus. And now we've got some replicant partners of folks that are starting refuge-like places in Ohio. And we thought this could be a good opportunity um, to share resources for, for them to get to get information and even to have guests like those folks join us from time to time. And some of our some of our friends around the refuge that we've learned from to be able to bring them in on the conversation and then to be able to share those conversations with the men in the refuge each day as they listen into to this and as uh, other folks over time might might benefit from from these conversations so so that's that's why we're doing this you got any thoughts um, as you've as you've processed being a part of this project Austin yeah uh- I think a lot of this stemmed out of a lot of really difficult and and uh, uh, vulnerable conversations that we had as a residential team of the refuge. So that's John Herman, Tom Meyer, myself, and then you, Wes, and having those really impactful conversations and learning how we just work on our, our own stuff and realizing that uh, this relationship we have with ourselves and each other it would be good in order for us to like share this. Like, man, that was a good conversation. It'd be good to share it with the guys. And we figured that this would be a way that we can share it quickly and easily. And, um, cause essentially having a healthy relationship with the things that we think are important, like ourself, I know we're going to get into this, but those relationships with ourselves, others, God's creation and God himself and how that impacts everything. And that being our focus and how it impacts the values we share at the refuge um, the, just how we, how we make really difficult decisions day in and day out and knowing that these are important things that each of you guys in the refuge 
could benefit from uh, just if we have practice and rhythms of sharing, this is what recovery or this is what relationships look like. Honestly, not like perfect because relationships aren't perfect. Going into relationship is just being okay with, Hey, I'm going to give this person the ability to hurt me. And how do I deal with it? <laughs> That's an interesting way to, to look at it. Give this oh, yeah. person the ability to hurt me. But yeah, no, I mean that, that is true. Um, in one aspect, um, maybe in another aspect, it's like the only way for us to, to experience good relationship, to experience loving relationship is to put ourselves in that place of vulnerability. So mm-hmm. yes, we can get hurt, but it's also the only way that we're going to be able to experience, I think, true, true, um, robust relationship the way that we long for. I think most of us, all of us long for. Um, so let's talk about that a little bit because we're calling this the relational recovery podcast. Um, that's obviously, we talk about being relational. Um, we've been, you know, we've been discipled by Rich um, Plass and Jim Cofield of Crosspoint Ministry for the last five years. I've been meeting with Jim Cofield for the last almost eight years, and we're definitely disciples of them. And they wrote this book called Their Relational Soul. And their thesis, which I agree with, <laughs> obviously, is that when you look at the Bible, um, one of the one of the meta big questions that we ask is, you know, how how does if we believe in this creator god how does this creator god interact with his creation and why are we fundamentally created and these are big questions and this isn't meant to be a deep theological podcast necessarily but one of the big things that that jim and rich point out and that we wholeheartedly believe is that god is a relational god that God pursues us, loves us, and wants to be in relationship with us because we're made in God's image and God is in his essence relational as he's always existed as Father, Son, and Spirit. And so God has never been isolated. God's never been alone. God's never been by himself, as it were. He's always existed in community. And so if we're made in his image, there's there's something in how we're designed that we're made in with the same sort of stuff we're, mm-hmm. we're made to be in relationship so if we think about that you know we're a recovery ministry and most folks that talk to us i think assume that we talk a lot about um, drugs and alcohol and and all the sorts of uh, things that that we get hung up on as humans and unwanted behaviors that we have and i think that and sometimes I forget, but I think what a lot of people get are shocked by is how little we talk about substances at the refuge. Right. And so maybe you can kick us off, Austin, just talking a little bit about just what is this relational approach to recovery? Why is it important? What is it? What are we talking about when we're talking about this? Sure. Uh, simply, it's that we think the relationships and how we address them and respond to them are the solution to the issues, problems, and challenges that we face. So what I mean by that is identifying what are healthy relationships, what relationships should I stop having, how can I mend broken relationships, how do I build uh, a new one. Um, So if that's the foundation of how we're going to do things, a relationship with with ourselves and others is where we start. It's not about what drugs do to us. Now, those are side effects and consequences of a broken relationship because we're trying to use a substance to fill a hole that a relationship either created or one that we feel like it 
we feel like substances can fill that void that we feel when we, when we are lonely, when we do feel sad. Um, that's where it is. It's, it's identifying that the issue is not drugs. It's, re- it's a relational issue. And if we don't address those issues head on, because it's terrifying to step into a relationship and, or it's terrifying to have those difficult conversations with other people, let alone being truly honest with yourself. So how do you uh, start with like that being honest with yourself, your relationship with yourself, which sounds juvenile or silly, but it is like, how do I treat myself? How do I value myself is the, is a relationship because how we treat others and value others is a basis of a relationship. Or like, am I trustworthy enough with myself? Yeah. Do I, do I believe that I'm going to do the things that I state are important to me? Kind of like that tension between when we say what something is important and then our actions go against it. There's that tension in a relationship with myself, the same way there would be a tension in a relationship. If I say, I'm going to do something for you, Wes, and it doesn't happen, there's going to be a tension between us because what I stated would happen, what I stated, my values were, it didn't follow through. So there's always going to be that. So it's addressing the issue um, underneath drugs. Drugs are just a side effect. Um, they're important. They're a big side effect. They have huge consequences, but it's not the ultimate issue. Right. So, yeah. So what I'm hearing you say is, and I'll quote Jim and Rich here, <clears> that they, they say something to the effect of the quality of our lives is dependent upon the quality of our relationships. So the quality of my life is dependent upon the quality of my, of my relationships. And right. what I'm hearing you say is kind of in essence with that. Cause it's like, yeah, I might have these unwanted behaviors. <clears throat> I might have these unwanted thoughts. Um, though, those are definitely things that, um, I mean, right. Just using the word unwanted, like I want them to change. I, I want to be different than what I am. But behind those unwanted behaviors and, and thoughts and desires and so on are, are is the root issue. Mm-hmm. That the root issue isn't just that I'm drinking too much or or that I'm you know misusing prescription drugs or, or whatever the case may be. I'm doing that to try to make up for some sort of relational deficiency. Yeah. Is that, is that correct in kind of what you're saying? Yes. I'd say a broken relationship uh, has consequences. And one of those consequences often is I'm going to try to heal or get over it or ignore um, or get past this brokenness, this feeling I have uh, with some other way. It could be another relationship, but instead of addressing the issue, which is a broken relationship with someone or yourself, that's the issue. So it's not we're we're not ignoring what drugs do. That is part of it. It's just not the main focus. Main focus for us is how do we have, how do we equip guys while they're in here in the refuge to understand how do I walk through this world in relationship with others, myself, God, and God's creation, because those are all the main relationships we walk in day in and day out. How do I respond to them? Yeah, and and you've outlined a couple times already what we believe are these four and we didn't come up with this ourselves, but these four fundamental relationships that every human being has, right? Relationship with God, relationship with myself, relationship with other people and relationship with the world around me, society at large, whatever you want to call it. Um, and, and it's, it, it makes sense. I think, um, for maybe someone listening to this idea for the first time, but that's really what we're saying. I think, right? Like if, if, if my relationship with those four things is healthy, 
the chances of my life being healthy is pretty high. Mm -hmm. The probability of it being high. And, and what we've noticed at the refuge over the years is when those relationships are broken and because we believe we're made in God's image and we're wired, we're made for relationships. When those, when, when any or all of those four fundamental relationships is, is broken, we're going to struggle. Right. We're mm-hmm. going to struggle. Yeah. Exactly. It's why, and it's kind of identifying that it's that each have their own emphasis. Like us being a team, Jesus place. We are a Christian ministry. We like Jesus an awful lot. We talk about him every day, and you're going to hear about him every, all the time. That Wes and I talk on this. This relationship with God affects all of the others the most. But it's one like if if we just kind of dive into just our relationship with God first. If that is the only one we have. And we're only like, as long as I have a good relationship with God, that's great. But I would argue that if you have an unhealthy relationship with yourself, others, and God, and God's creation or society, you probably don't have a healthy relationship with God because God created us. He created Jesus being that ultimate model of being in the world, but not of the world, being in healthy relationship with, with his family, with his friends, with those around him, and then how he, how he spoke to himself, how he took care of himself. He did things that were contrary to what we thought should be done, but it was the modeling that he had in the relationship with himself, others, and God in his creation that we're working towards. It's not just, uh, as long as I know the Bible really well, everything else will, will work out. But if you are, if you put um, the person in front of you ahead of, um, ahead of this, it's like, I got to read my Bible. So, well, if your house is burning down, you need to take care of the people inside your house. God's going to be okay if you miss, you know, your quiet time that morning, if you've got something else to take care of, it's just, what is the, what is the key of it? Why emphasize one thing when it's, when they are all interconnected and they neg- So here's an example without God. So you have a good relationship with yourself, others in God's creation, but you don't know God, there's something missing. And we, we try to fill it with one of the others. We think, well, if it's, if it's me, I'm just going to be self-focused the whole time. And we crumble under the weight of trying to be God because we can't be. We need a relationship with God. The same is true of like if you're a peop, constant people pleaser, uh, like I am, and I fight against that all the time, I make them God, and I try to put somebody else in that God, that God relational spot where it's like if they say I'm okay, if someone else accepts me, loves me, says, says I'm good, I'm, I'm fine. But then I, I crumble under their pressure because people are imperfect and they're, they're going to say something off the wall that I can't control. If I put some, if I, then if I put society in that God spot, whereas I want to be in the culture and of the culture, but it's everything to me. And that's, what's my guiding purpose. That's the issue also, because we're, we're putting something in a God spot that shouldn't be there. So yeah. that's why it's important to have all four because yeah. we can't ignore culture. We can't ignore the, the world that God put us in the way that Jesus didn't. He was very active in his neighborhood and community because that's just who he was. It's also, we can't ignore others because that's, that's selfishness in itself. And we also can't ignore ourselves because if all we do is like, oh, I need to be selfless, which doesn't mean we ignore ourselves. It means we're willing to give and that other people are just as important as me. Yeah. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Relational Recovery Podcast. The current conversation will continue tomorrow. We'll see you then.